Ray of Light by Madonna was the second single and title track of possibly the singer's most critically acclaimed album. Released at the beginning of May 1998, the buzz around the single had grown since the album's release over two months earlier, with a small collection of remixes circulating in the club since the middle of March. Given lead single Frozen's ongoing success around the globe, Ray of Lights may not have widely reached pole position, but it ended 1998 as the number one song in the US Billboard Dance Club chart, and it's widely considered to be one of the artist's strongest and most groundbreaking songs. The fact that Madonna has performed it at, well, most of her subsequent tours, not to mention a collection of special appearances, would suggest it's one of her personal favourites, which is hardly surprising given the fact that it may have been one of the first songs 15 years into the singer's career to earn widespread positive feedback from some of the most discerning music press. The song's video may not have been particularly original, but Jonas Ackland's directorship epitomised Madonna's USP of taking a good idea and making it better than anything before. Beautifully shot and styled, Madonna's stunning new image reinvigorated her career and paved the way for what many considered to be her second imperial phase. The song's theme of a goddess-like Earth Mother pondering her own existentialism couldn't be further from the subject matter of Madonna's earlier hits, and its fusion of rock guitars and synth blips, bubbles and beeps set against a drone-like bassline and house beat merely provided a background accompaniment for what may be Madonna's greatest vocal performance ever committed to record, showcasing the extended range given to her by vocal coach Joan Nader only a couple of years earlier. The song's origin dates back to the early 1970s, as we're about to discover, but Madonna's new lyrics and astounding performance are what make it still relevant over 22 years since its release. So, turn up the volume, get comfortable, be at one with nature and the universe as we get ready to go inside the groove. Hello, my name's Edward Russell, and welcome to episode five of Inside the Groove. I've got a small update to give you from last week's episode, where we discussed the 1983 track Borderline. In that episode, I talked a bit about the, the Lindrum, firstly the LM1, subsequently the Lindrum machine, and um, you may remember that I mentioned that it was used in Stock Aitken Waterman's records, and I played you a little bit of Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. Well, strangely, coincidentally, it seems, Pete Waterman posted a video of him on Twitter this week where he had the original Lindrum machine that they purchased in 1982. He confirmed it was indeed used on their earliest recordings, such as Dead or Alive's um, You Spin Me Round, but it was replaced subsequently by the Lin 7000 machine. So, a factual correction, it's almost as if Pete was listening to this podcast and wanted to prove me wrong. Well, if you are listening, Pete, then I'd like to thank you for the music. Now, do listen to the rest of this podcast right to the end where I'll be making an announcement about a special guest, a very special guest that will be joining me soon for a Bonus Beats special. Anyway, back to this week's episode with Madonna, Ray of Light. There's a lot to discuss about the Ray of Light album. Uh, Madonna first worked with writers such as Babyface, Patrick Leonard, Rick Knowles, before settling on writing and production duties with Willie Morbitz. But I feel that that's a subject that we could cover in a future podcast, maybe about Frozen or one of the other songs. So instead, I want to skip straight to the point where Madonna is working with Willie Morbitz and he has arrived with a handful of demos of music that he's been working on over the past few years. 
In the early 1990s, Orbitz carried out some remix work for Madonna. Justify My Love, Erotica and I Remember were all expertly recooked by him for the artist. The remix work was carried out alongside his Strange Cargo series of albums. There's four in total, the first was in 1987, and do check them out, they really show his growth as an artist as he developed and honed his skills to create a very particular sound. In particular, his 1995 album, Strange Cargo Hinterland, really does demonstrate how he had created quite a unique sonic landscape, and listeners will recognise the sound that actually appears a lot on the Ray of Light album. Subsequently, he began what I assume was a fifth Strange Cargo album, working with a number of singer-songwriters, including Suzanne Melvoin and Christine Leach. And before we get to Ray of Light, I'm going to play you a couple of the tracks he did with Suzanne. The first song is called The Other Side, and it's going to sound quite familiar to a lot of you. song would be re-recorded with new vocals and new lyrics written by Madonna and it would be the second track on the Ray of Light album. As well as the song that would become Swim, there's another Susanna track called Through the Oceans, which developed into another song when it appeared on Ray of Light. However, as Candy Perfume Girl, the song would be dramatically reworked for the Madonna version. Susanna actually got a credit on this particular song when it appeared on the Madonna album. So hopefully I've given you a bit of a background as to how some of the songs on Ray of Light were conceived and developed. And Ray of Light has a similar story. However, its origin goes back far much further and back to this track from the early 1970s. As you can hear, that's the very familiar sound of Ray of Light, albeit in a slightly different arrangement from the finished version that we know so well. It's a very similar melody, um, very similar lyrics as well. And that track is from 1971 by an act called Curtis Muldoon. Dave Curtis and Clive Muldoon had formed the act a couple of years earlier, released uh, a number of records which weren't particularly successful, and the band split not long after. Um, Muldoon passed away in 1976. 
and that song slipped into obscurity. Now, it carries on in a very different way from the Madonna song, but then comes back with a final verse, which, again, you'll probably recognise. I'm going to play it here. Quicker than a ray of light then gone for Someone else shall lead them Through the testing year So how did an obscure British folk band end up writing the basis of a song by one of the world's most famous and powerful entertainers? Well, despite passing away, Muldoon's niece, Christine Leach, would be the key to taking the song on to its further legacy. Baby Fox was the name of Christine's band in the late 1980s. They had limited success. They were quite avant-garde. In the 90s, Christine started working with our friend William Orbit, and she presented to him uh, the basis of a song called Seferin, or possibly by this point actually renamed Ray of Light, I can't be sure. And it just so happened that that coincided with a rather nice piece of music that William had been working on separately. Debuted on William's radio station called Stereo Odyssey, the track is called Ambition, and it sounds like this. This track is in a different key to the song that we know today. However, hopefully you can hear the, the basis, the germ of the idea that would turn into the song that we're more familiar with. Certainly there's the repetitive folk-like guitars going on with the housey acidic backing track at the same time. And when that was married with Christine Leach's melody and lyrics, well, this is what's happened. Now, you could be forgiven for thinking I had simply put on Madonna's version of Ray of Light here. No, this is Christine Leach's version of Ray of Light. The big difference here is there are 16 bars in the intro, Madonna's version only has 12. I'm gonna let this play. Imagine if you haven't heard that version before, you're probably reeling at how similar it is to the Madonna version. Indeed, it's pretty much the same production. There's a lot, heck of a lot of guitar takes and they seem to be pretty much the same as appears in the Madonna record. Um, apart from some arrangement and, and the order of the verses and chorus, etc., the big change is the more house beat, the 909 drums that appear in the Madonna song. Although they appear in this version as well, they only sort of happen a bit later on in the song, whereas they're fundamental to Madonna's version. 
What Madonna's version also does is add a whole second verse to the song and a few other tweaks to the lyrics uh, here and there. Um, and I think, with no disrespect to Christine Leach's uh, talent and singing, I think it's quite clear that Madonna takes the whole song to a brand new level. So having got to the point where Madonna and Orbit and co are in studio recording their version, it's time to do what we always do and listen to the isolated tracks and to try and understand how the song's made up. A slight problem here is that we don't have the multi-track to Ray of Light, um, but we do have a breakdown of the various um, elements that are included in it. Now, I don't know the story about various Madonna multi-tracks leaking, um, but I do know how Ray of Light happens to be about. Um, you may be familiar with the, the Rock Band game, um, which allows uh, people to play sort of instruments and emulate being part of a band. There's lots of very familiar songs on there. They've all been broken down into segments, via the original multi-tracks and they are, with a few twists and turns, able to be downloaded as uh, listenable files. Um, uh, Madonna's Ray of Light is available like that and so what we can hear is, is it broken down into segments, drums, bass, vocals, um, some of the guitars, some of the synths, so we can listen to stuff all together and it's still very, very interesting. Let's start with that drum track. It's a very simple Roland TR909 4 to the floor drum track. Occasionally it gets joined by a tambourine. And then at various points, a breakbeat sort of drum fill, which kind of reminds me of uh, Hot Pants or Funky Drummer or something like that. Next, you have that bass line. It's a very unusual bass line for a pop dance song. It just repeats like that throughout the entire song. Next, there are the guitars, and there are so many guitars in this song. Some of them are just the same take, looped round and round. And towards the end of the song, they really go wild. Not surprisingly, we also have some synthesizers in the mix. A lovely choir synth sound here. Then you've got what I can only describe as the most William Orbit sounding sound ever. And this beautiful wash. Quite a lot going on here. Then you've got this siren sound, which I'm sure you'll recognize. And then you've got all those synthy bleeps and blips that sort of punch through the track. Mm-hmm. 
Now that's a square wave. Bit of feedback going on there as well. Then you have this beautiful pad, sort of synth strings, and they feature at the intro and also in the breakdown of the song. And going back to the intro, playing the guitars again because, yep, that's exactly the same chord progression as The Cure's Boys Don't Cry. And I think Orbit did own up to having borrowed that piece. So, as I hope I've demonstrated, there's lots of different parts to Ray of Light, all fitting together nicely to create that wonderful oral landscape. But of course, the bit that really stands out, the part that everybody remembers, is Madonna's vocals. Now, I try to make this podcast factual, wherever I can, but also, there's a lot of me in it and a lot of my opinion. And my opinion is that Madonna's vocals for Ray of Light are superb, quite possibly her best recorded vocals ever. Another thing I've talked about a lot is Madonna's vocals before the film Evita and post the film Evita. I hope I don't labour the point too much, but there really is a marked difference in the sound. And this is because of the extensive vocal training that she took throughout 1995 with vocal coach Joan Lader. And Madonna has remarked herself that there was a whole area of her vocal range that she wasn't using. In fact, she was so pleased with how it was sounding, she immediately recorded some new songs such as You'll See and One More Chance, which ended up on the Something to Remember album. Her vocal performance on Ray of Light is reminiscent of the vocals on some of the Evita songs, such as Rainbow High, where Madonna gives an almost operatic performance um, as a way of reaching that higher register. Indeed, as part of that performance, there is actually a, an operatic sound, which we'll cover in a short while. But I think it's best to actually play you some of Madonna's vocals. Now, unfortunately, we don't have the raw, dry vocal. All we've got is the sound of it with quite a lot of echo. There's a lot of um, delay and uh, reverb on the track. It still sounds great. So I'm going to play you the first verse and the chorus all the way through. Zephyr in the sky at night, I wonder. She's got herself a universe gone quickly For the call of thunder threatens everyone And I feel like I just got home And I feel And I feel like I just got home And I feel Now something very interesting on the vocal track is a sort of siren, alarm sound, and I actually think it's Madonna doing her vocal warm-up exercises. Anybody that's done such things will know that one of the exercises is to, is to make a brrrr sound and sort of move it up and down with your voice, sort of a brrrr. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm not a trained singer. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's what Madonna's doing at one point. I'm going to play you that bit and then the bit of vocal afterwards because it's quite astonishing. Here you go. Yeah. 
Now, what I can't tell, because there are so many effects on the vocal, is whether that last bit she's just doing all as one breath. Um, when Madonna's performed that particular bit live, she stops uh, uh, in between each one, but it could be done, who knows? Uh, <laughs> What does it matter, really? It still sounds fantastic. And I mentioned earlier an operatic feel, something I don't have as an isolated vocal, but something that appeared on one of William Orbit's remixes is a portion where she sings the chorus in her operatic register. There are a number of great cover versions of Ray of Light. Do check them out. Uh, one is by uh, Natasha Bedingfield, sister of Daniel. It's uh, something that she did for Radio 1's Live Lounge a few years ago, and it's really good. Do have a listen. Um, another absolute favourite of mine is by singer Darren Hayes. Darren was the former frontman of band Savage Garden, and he has also had a solo career as well. And uh, he did a cover of Ray of Light, which is so, so good. It's one of my absolute favourite covers of any Madonna song ever. Darren is also a big fan of this podcast. In fact, the very reason you're listening to it might well be because he's been promoting it himself on Twitter, saying lots of nice things, and we've been having DMs all about uh, Madonna's best endeavours on record as well. And he's agreed to do a special conversation with me for a upcoming edition of Inside the Groove. So we'll be chatting over the next couple of days. We'll be discussing his love of Madonna and, of course, that fantastic cover. I'll be playing you a bit of it as well and what he thinks of Ray of Light. So listen out for that. That's the next time you'll hear inside the groove but we'll be back with a regular dissection of one of madonna's hits very soon in the meantime i'm going to leave you with something that some of you have heard before but i think many of you won't have done uh, ray of light was originally about seven and a half minutes long uh, and the plan was for the album to contain the version it's got now and then the final track would see ray of light sort of come back fade back in uh, right to completion in a very sort of 70s concept album style the idea was dropped and the extended version the full-length version rather has never been officially released but of course like many things it's out there on the internet so I'm going to say goodbye to you now and we shall fade in with that 70s reprise of Ray of Light. Ray of Light.